Okay, do the movie counting, okay? Where it's like five, four. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then you go silent on three, two, one. Okay. Yeah, it's from Wayne's World. But even okay. from the thing, can you get that sound? Five. Hey, if you're gonna spew, four. spew in this. Hey, Crossover Comics fans, my name is Paul. We're here to talk about Suicide Squad, the film, not the book, which we just saw last night. It was interesting, and the team that we've got presenting this today is going to be me, Paul, uh, my colleague Adrian, and my colleague Ray. It's a, an exciting time for us. This is the first time where we, we've ever had Adrian in on a podcast. Do you want to say hello? That's true. Hi. Hi, everybody. Yeah, so we thought we'd take a movie like The Suicide Squad and, uh, you know, try to get some positive out of it and introduce Adrian. <laughs> Other than that, we've also got Ray. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Uh, I'd like to note that although Paul introed by thanking all the Crossroad Comics fans, if you're not a fan, you can still listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's good. We're yeah. very inclusive. A lot like the movie, which had all kinds of different people in it. Yeah. Crocodiles. But a wide variety. Of- <laughs> yeah. Not all kinds of story, though. <laughs> It was, More plot. It was definitely lacking <laughs> on that front, yeah. Light on the story, heavy on sorceresses. Yeah, Will Smith. <laughs> minutes. For, very heavy. Uh, <laughs> minutes, yeah. It definitely had a few too many minutes. When we left the theater, Ray's main comment, which made me laugh out loud, was, yep, that was a movie. And that was it. It was it. I think that if we're going to give it numeric rating, I maybe gave it the highest ranking. On a scale of one to five, one to five. One to five. On a scale yeah. of one to ten, one I gave it a five. Yeah. Adrian, what would you? I'm consider? at like a yeah five point five. Whoa, you loved it then. <laughs> yeah, not not you, not quite. You're I was there were a lot of uh, movements and uh, you're the sounds. I've hit on that today. I'm not even joking. <laughs> really, there was a lot yeah. of sound. And yeah, I've, yeah, a lot I've of had flash. customers try to argue with me that it was good, and then when I've ended a conversation with like, so what would you give it on ten? And they're like, oh, a five. I mean, it definitely, no, no, because only because there are positive things within it that you can pick out that didn't necessarily, you know, obviously didn't make the movie good, but there are good, some, a few good things. Like the trailer for Dunkirk before the film? The trailer for, oh, what's that, the war one? Yeah, Christopher Nolan. The Christopher Nolan, yeah, that looks pretty intense. (laughs) Definitely. It's definitely a highlight of the film. Uh, We're being really, really harsh on it, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know. You gotta be harsh on these things. And I just want your friendly neighborhood HR person. I don't even know if this would be HR. Ray said we argue with clients about the film today. Not true. We don't argue with clients. <laughs> There's never been just an a argument. Caveat, you know. Uh, never been an argument with the client. I think he was talking about you something really else. Don't know what I, do I think it was more of a you. discussion, maybe a debate. Yeah. It may have been heated. Yeah. Um, the store, though, no longer <laughs> that heated. We got AC. Completely unassociated. Yeah. 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 We got AC. Yeah, it's uh, cool in there now. It used to feel like El Diablo in here, <laughs> a character from the film. Who? <laughs> Okay, so if we're going to... Add just, one of the better progression arts throughout the movie, I would yeah, say. Yeah, well, you know, if we're going to talk characters. An arc. <laughs> yeah, an arc. Okay, so two things about El Diablo that struck me, all right? Number one, that character arc thing. He did have an arc. He had development, all kinds of things. Number two, mildly offensive as a character in terms of racial stereotypes. In general, yeah, definitely. And he was guilty of something we see in movies a lot, which is his whole family died to motivate him. It's like, introduce a family... Kill him, 
And that's how the character gets his motivation, which yeah. is lazy, but at least it's development, I think, <laughs> right? That's yeah. the best thing we can take away from it. It's he true. Was, he I, I kind of want to know the croc guys. It's one of the first story. times we didn't actually really... Being in the fridge might have saved this family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got let go early. They died. <laughs> I missed that one. Old DC trope that okay. the motivational characters you still get cut up and put in the fridge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this okay. is great. I thought that. So one thing that is cool about Adrian is that when it comes to comics, he's read a little bit less than the rest of us. Yeah, I'm certainly which learning. Is awesome. Like a lot of really good movies have a character that's less experienced, and he is what the viewer identifies with. In this case, it's Adrian. Uh, I'm the everyman. Yeah, yeah we tried are. Claudio, but clearly he was below the everyman, so we had to upgrade to Adrian. Uh, Claudio, uh, for those who are not following at home with the scorecard, <laughs> is our sound engineer, and he just flippered the ray. Flipper, the ray. The, the ray now. He's the ray. He flipper the ray. That's a DC character. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So fridging comes from a, a Green Lantern character, Kyle Rayner, who had this development with his girlfriend in that they had a relationship, and then uh, someone named I think Major Force killed her and put her in a fridge, and it motivated his character. So anytime anyone says that, um, you know, they fridged his family. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happened to El Diablo. I got it. Oh, that's great. But I mean. <laughs> I don't know if it's great, but... No, it's definitely not great. But, I mean, Will, Will Smith, I mean, look at his motivation. His yep. daughter, you know, thinks he's a bad guy. And he is. And he is. He kills people for money. What I don't understand. He's okay with it, though. He's perfectly yeah. fine with it. Yeah. Until she, it comes to killing... Uh, people he doesn't want to kill. People he doesn't want to kill, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's fine killing them for money. She's mm-hmm. fine killing them for money. That he kills them for money. And that's about it for that. As long as she solves the hypotenuse. Yeah, it's true. Solve, uh, no, for, spoiler solve alert. for X. Oh, spoiler, spoiler. Sorry, guys. Spoiler alert. Deadshot helps his daughter with her homework. Yeah. <laughs> in probably one of the top three scenes in the film. No that joke. Him two of the top three, in my opinion, then. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, let's go through the top three scenes, then. <laughs> okay, so Ray's top three scenes. Well, the one I'm thinking of is when he's on top of the car, just... Oh, okay. People. I thought right, that was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, Deadshot. Yeah, really it cool was, scene. Yeah, Deadshot. Deadshot. Yeah, that was really cool. And I liked uh, most scenes with Amanda Waller and Harley Quinn. Like, enough of them that I think they did a really good job with their characters. Yeah, Amanda Waller was quite good. Amanda Waller was... Viola, played by oh, Viola Oh, okay, Davis. right, yeah, yeah. The... She puts together the squad yeah. and I liked, sends I liked them to field. Amanda Waller, and I liked uh, Margot Robbie. Is that right? When did she name? have scenes with Harley Quinn? Not often. No, I'm no, saying right? I like both their characters. Oh, okay, when they were okay. I liked Harley Quinn when she wasn't with Joker, because I thought Joker was garbage. Really? Yeah. You Har- Harley Quinn. Like Harley Quinn and Amanda Waller had a scene where um, Harley Quinn said that she really liked Amanda Waller. Oh yeah. She's yeah, like, yeah. I like her. She girl liked her attitude. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I think more people would probably focus in on the Joker thing. Okay, and, so let's talk about the Joker then. You know, he's he's a method actor. Let's. Did he really? Did he hit it? Did he hit what he was fucking striving for? He hit something. Yeah, he hit something. He hit like a weird. It, I don't know, stylized, like, broody Joker. A, a lot of the things that he did really well were actually just, uh, I think, costumes. Right. Like, yeah. he didn't do the costumes very well. He didn't no. design the costumes. That's he right. had a really great wardrobe. So though. props to the costume and props wardrobe. Props to the props. Yeah. Awesome. They did a great no, job. He looked very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the character himself did not interest no, me. No, I, I found he wasn't, he didn't like pop out. He didn't really go crazy. He was just like, oh, he's just like a lovesick Joker. I found just, every time they had to interact together, it was, it brought down my interest in the Harley character. Okay. I thought he was just useless. They didn't enhance each other, really. No. 
Well, he, yeah. He kind of... Like, a lot of times I find the Joker character is like threatening, sinister plots. He schemes, even though he says he doesn't. This one was more like a kid acting out in high school that like wants more attention. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, uh... So, I mean, it wasn't really super entertaining to watch him. But um, that, so that storyline, I mean, that there's nothing, was there was nothing line, to the character. It was right? a storyline that was clearly had nothing to do with the rest of the movie. That's right, yeah. yeah. Well, and well, I bet you, in fact, if they had concentrated more on that storyline, it probably could have been a better yeah. movie. It was a glorified yeah. cameo, in essence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, actually, so, I mean, the, the main plot, there's two of them really going side by side. You've got the Joker, Harley Quinn stuff, which is really like a backseat to the rest of it. Yeah. And then you've got the squad going in against a bad guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And do we mention who the bad guy is? Because I don't think it's one of their own. One, is that one of their own. Yeah, they go in sure, against yeah. one of their own. Yeah. Now, one of their own is a little. We bit can give weird one spoiler. It's not Slipknot. Yeah. Is no, this a character? Is this a character that's in comic book world? Yeah. yeah, they're all in comic book world. I don't want to say the name if we're not doing spoilers. Yeah. but they're all in comic book world. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they're in the DC comic book world. Right. The yeah. DC. I hope you know what that yeah. means. I, I, if that, not, we may have to watch. District of Columbia. Yes. Yes, District of Comics. <laughs> For detectives. Uh, yeah, and so to me it was a little bit weird that um, the villain is not particularly villainous or or really all that engaging. It's a movie about villains that lacks a clear good villain. Like, does anyone else see how this is freaky for this film? They couldn't well, decide between Joker and the other unnamed bad guy I'm not going to talk about. Really, so they kind of plopped them both in half-assedly. There was even a plot line where they're like, oh, looks like Joker's going to help Deadshot or Deadshot and Joker and Harley or something. There might be tension. They're like, no, you don't put tension in movies. No, 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 no. no. It was weird. Um, I did like the bad guys. They were generic, and they looked like putties from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Definitely. They really need to be making that sound. It was like... Yeah, I heard the director's cut is actually going to have that sound. I heard there's no director's cut. Yeah, so the, for real? That's the director's yeah, um, cut. The director didn't want someone. any of the movie. <laughs> the director yelled cut. Yeah. That's it. Done. That's a wrap, folks. Well, you see, no, the, the director's cuts are almost like uh, a lot of people love them. They're almost like an epidemic. I don't like them for my own reasons. Ray, I know you have issues with them. I don't really have issues with them. I mean, I just... I feel it's weird when people are like, oh, don't worry, it'll get cleaned up in the director's cut. And then, I, like, in my head, I don't, I have no concrete evidence on this, but I'd say, what, 10% of people that see the movie in theaters see, see the director's cut in the end? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's not a huge no, amount. Yeah, so, it has no you know, that's like, that's like putting your best foot forward after you've messed up the first date and you're not getting a second date. Like, yeah. most of the time, it's going to make no difference to anything ever. Yeah. Because... Most people are not going to be there. Yeah, I kind of look at it like um, you release a video game in beta, but you charge full price. And then later on, you're like, oh, no, the game is really, really good. And you're like, really? It was all buggy when I played it. And they're like, no, 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 no. Like a year later, it was really good. <laughs> like to me, that's a little bit of a cop out. Release the final product or not. So David Ayer said, I think that he's not doing a director's cut. That what you see is what you get. Mm. There's deleted scenes. We'll mm. see those. But we'll we will be responsible for, for splicing them into our own version of the film. <laughs> Can't make that an option on DVD. Yeah. <laughs> Remove the special effects. Yeah. The story. Well, okay, so here's my thing. As I, I've said this, and I think the way I look at this movie, it felt like someone just put all the cutscenes from a video game together. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, Chop, you can choppy, loosely, yeah. you can loosely, like, yeah, you're like, okay, I see what the the objective of this game was, but without anyone moving the plot forward, it was just really weird. You didn't get to have fun because mm, it's like no. you're watching the cutscenes. Yeah. Also, yeah. Joel Kinnaman with a stunning American accent, like kind yeah. of South American <laughs> accent. I, I feel like he couldn't decide where he was from. Yeah, Joel, he's Swedish. So he's he is. Joel yeah. Kinnaman plays Rick Flag, yeah, who is Flag. a super soldier. Oh, and, is he a super soldier? Well, I mean, he's. Like I would the, not have guessed that. He's like the platonic ideal Seeing of a soldier. Movie. Yeah. Okay, that's it. He's like the good, the good boy soldier who just does what he's told. Joel Kinnaman playing Rick Flag did something that I didn't think was possible. Make you not like Rick Flag. <laughs> No, I, that was totally always possible. <laughs> he gave a performance more robotic than his last performance when he played RoboCop in a film where he was a robotic cop. He played RoboCop? He was RoboCop. In which one? RoboCop. The most recent one. Oh, okay, in the most recent one. Yeah, yeah. No, in which didn't one? See it. Didn't he's see not actually There's an original he's RoboCop. Like I don't know, maybe ago. he did like some side no, weird man. indie RoboCop. Joel Kinnaman is not Peter Weller. No, obviously not. Do you but, think Carl Urban would make a good RoboCop? That's a different film than no. <laughs> well, yeah, I think he could do. I think Carl Urban could do. I mean, if he pulled everything. off Judge Dredd, he could do it. Yeah, and I think he did. <laughs> I feel asleep during I think Judge he Dredd. had the. Okay, yeah. anyway, off topic. <laughs> We're going off. We're going off topic. We go. Anyway, Joel Kinnaman was okay. He was yeah. one of the highlights. I felt like he should have been played by CM Punk. He had a real reckless uh, attitude to him. <laughs> I liked him actually. The, the moments that I laughed at though weren't the moments that other people laughed at. Like sometimes I was kind of covering my face in horror and laughing. But did like, anyone laugh? There was no theater laugh in the for like the whole movie. There was one full theater laugh. Was, with, there was it was it a Harley Quinn line? No, it was at the beginning of the movie before it started when they told us not to play Pokemon Go in the theater. Everyone laughed at that. It's true. Yeah, true. Everyone did laugh at that. It got a belly laugh. <laughs> but that's it. It was like one of those like uh, evening sitcoms where you know you get a smile, you may get a little chuckle, yeah. but there was no actual real laugh. Not that it like that. Not that that's a necessity. But the trailer did mislead there, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, eight out of the ten jokes were probably seen in the trailers. Definitely. So they fell flat, more or less. Yeah, because all the jokes were like, oh, yeah, that's the one from the trailer. Yeah. 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 Which I've seen a thousand times. And then the other ones weren't that strong. And then the other thing, too, for me is I felt the CGI was actually very weak. Yeah, you didn't like the CGI. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, the little putties were wearing, like, rubber masks, I think. Yeah. yeah. And the generally Enchantress. speaking... Like the CGI, so this dance. yeah, Holy the Enchantress when she used her powers was was not interesting. Boomerang, you Boomerang know. did not throw that many boomerangs. No, he did it. He was entertaining in the way that it looked like he wanted out of the movie, and they kept pulling it back. Oh, like, he yeah. had a drone though, a little drone boomerang too, yeah. which looked very Real. impressive after seeing Falcon in Captain America. Also, an impressive Red after Wing. like playing any Batman game lately, where you can do the same thing. Yeah, uh, the Pyro guy. I mean, you El know, Diablo. we've seen fire effects for a while. Yeah. Wasn't anything cool. He made a crown for himself out of fire at one point. That was pretty cool. A little sexy fire dancing girl. I didn't think that was too cool. <laughs> he put her... <laughs> killed her. There's a lot of violence towards women in this film. Yeah, and at one point, there's a, a woman made out of flame, and they kill that, too. It's like, everything must go. Like, it's just not... I mean, anyway, I really well, there's enjoyed There's a lot of general violence in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Actually, so, general violence. So, here's a question. Deadpool killed it with the rated R. Yeah, right? yeah. Killed it. This is PG-13. That's mm-hmm. great. You know, I can take my kids. I know a lot of people that have eight-year-olds that take them to PG-13 movies. I know a lot of adults that go see PG-13. It's like the sweet spot for for film. Did you think that this movie, either of you can answer this, except for Claudio, did you guys think that this movie was hurt by the fact that it had a PG-13 rating? Because it looked like they were no. copping out 
I feel they oh, copped no out way. a few times. They copped out. On, I think like, they said they could have been bloodier. Not even uh, no lines. I, I think there was one specific where I remember uh, that shot was talking about Amanda Waller, and they delivered the line, and then like the the swear word or the cuss word was just like one notch down. Right. It wasn't a. Can we say that? We well, not? yeah, you can say it's fine. Okay. I mean, you won't be invited back next time, but oh. that wasn't happening <laughs> anyway. I won't say it. So. Yeah, uh, but I feel like they could have had a few more. You know, you don't need to swear. Yeah. But in this case, I think it would have given the lines a bit more weight. It would have had. I mean, the whole movie was just bland. Yeah. yeah. It um, really was like every. You know, whether it was the action or the comedy or the you know the storyline, the dialogue, it was just bland. Like, there's nothing very memorable about it. And I guess I would look for anything that made it less bland. Yeah. Like if you gave me a bowl of white rice, I don't <laughs> care what it is. I'm going to sprinkle some on it because it's got to taste better than this. I like white rice plain. Just saying. <laughs> just so we all are on... on so that's on. why you gave this the highest rating, of course. Yeah. My 5 on 10 was higher than Adrian's 5.5 somehow. <laughs> oh, I actually yeah, think, you didn't give it a 5 I actually now, think sorry. 5 on 10 is worse than 3 on 10 in this world. Because 3 on 10 is memorable for being really, really terrible. <laughs> 5 on 10 is like, yeah, I saw a film. I want to see it again. Um, what's the next film? And you said something yesterday that stuck with me all day today, Ray, and that was that... I hope I hope to do that every day. Yeah, well, you accomplished <laughs> a stopped clock is right twice a day, right? And you did it for once, actually. You said that... Not you, twice. You would rewatch Batman versus Superman, but you would not rewatch this. Yeah, and without a doubt. I'll probably so, be forced to rewatch this at some point. I'll be, like, at a friend's house, and they're going to watch it, and I'm just Yeah, but then why are they there. your friend? <laughs> like, if I went and tortured you right now... Yeah. Ray, but we don't we don't hang out and watch movies, so <laughs> whose fault is that? They would have to inject <laughs> me in my neck with something that made my head explode to make me watch this film uh, again. We've seen like three movies together recently. Oh, yeah. Just we do it in the theater. <laughs> like, so can moving we talk on, about Croc, can we talk about Croc Guy? No, no, no. Hold what? on a second. I know you really want to talk about Croc Guy. Is that what you're calling him now? But uh, Croc Killer. <laughs> okay, let's talk about this now. You want to do this right now? Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, he's like clearly there. Uh, I don't know. He's he's living in a sewer. They gave him no story whatsoever. It's just like yeah, this this crocodile man who's just we have him now, and now he's going to do things for us. Uh, it's it's a bit reminiscent of black slavery. I mean, it's there. He's clearly a black guy, right? Yes. And they're they're like forcing him to live in a sewer, and like it's just horribly demeaning. Yeah, and I also I mean, find it funny that they start out and they show that he's in a sewer by tossing him food down. Yeah. But then, like, three minutes later, they're just talking through him through a cell door. Yeah. Which is yeah, really yeah, weird. Of course. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I know and he that was he, watching BET. Like, at apparently, the end. you can only throw yeah. food from what the What was top. that? Okay, so this is going to be a controversy. I think yeah. people are going to talk about this. Yeah. Um, a lot of the characters were able to dictate terms that they would get if they were successful in their mission. Like, Deadshot gets to see his see daughter. His daughter, see his daughter yeah. You know? Killer Croc asks for and receives BET and still stays in his same prison cell. Like, nothing else is improved except he has access to BET. It's like, if, <laughs> yeah. if you weren't sure that Croc guy was black, they made it really, really clear in the most ham-fisted way. Yeah. It was not very sensitive. It was <laughs> Yeah, but you're acting like the rest of the movie wasn't ham-fisted. No. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the most well-represented group are... 6,000-year-old sorceresses. <laughs> like they probably accurately depicted them. That's true. Yeah. And top government officials as backstabbing <laughs> people. It's true. That was pretty accurate. Yeah. yeah. Manipulative uh, 
Yeah, self uh, self interest. Yeah, yeah. People are self. I like the name with soldiers that somehow like were not there when it was convenient, but were there when it was very convenient throughout yeah, the movie. Actually, so yeah, a lot of movies will do this when they don't want to show the good guys killing people. They will switch them out for some sort of othered character that you don't even care about, like uh, like Avengers did it with the aliens, with a, yeah. and then they did it again with robots, and this did it by transforming the bad guys into putty putties from like. But they're also army guys. They're also army guys. Too. Yeah, yeah, but they were the good guys getting shot yeah. most of the time. So it was kind of weird because this is a movie about villains that shouldn't have rules. Mm-hmm. The biggest rule that they broke is Harley Quinn steals a purse during, like, what is essentially lockdown. Right. The city's already destroyed and she steals a purse. Yeah. And, that, and then There's her justification just is that they're, they're bad guys. Yeah, yeah. That's, they're real bad. <laughs> they're real bad. <laughs> yeah. Purses are expensive, I hear. Yeah. But like, well, she broke a window, too, to do oh, it. Oh, yeah. and she broke a window. That's true. That's vandalism. Yeah. <laughs> just two counts already. You know, in yeah. some places, three counts and you're done. California. Yeah. So I'm just saying that was two strikes. <laughs> yeah. It's true. That is true. Uh, one thing I wanted to touch upon as well. Um, yeah. In the beginning, they introduce all the different characters in a series of vignettes uh, that are designed to show us how they were captured, basically, and why they're so bad. I think that this movie basically misunderstood musical cues for plot development. And I've seen this in other films, but done really, really well. Seven Psychopaths has these different characters that it introduces, and they introduce them in these little vignettes. They're really, really intriguing. But not when they did it throughout the movie, which made it cooler. It was kind of, it was really part of the story. Yeah, and they didn't take the challenge of introducing a whole huge cast of characters that have existing black backstory, like in the first 20, 30 minutes. That's it, yeah. And saying, like, this is the world we've set up. Like, half of the people that are arrested and put into... Bellrave Prison are there because of Batman. I don't think that's a spoiler. It's just like, how do we get this one? And and they're like, oh yeah, Batman. (laughs) What about this one? Oh yeah, yeah. I I will say the beginning, I did, I did like. uh, I like the Batman. Batman Got him too. What's his name's character? The lead uh, prison guard, Ike Barinholtz. Is Is he the lead prison guard? Yeah, he was very punchable. He was, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did a really good job. He reminded me of the prison guard from like Orange Is the New Black. You're right. Yeah. Actually, yeah. he was probably one of the standout standout characters yeah, for what he was in there for. Yeah, yeah, it was it was good. Kind of just hated him. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 And but you but saw it made me you... feel an emotion. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. The movie. <laughs> I felt disgust at one point with myself and then with the film. With myself was when I ate all that popcorn and that slushy really really quickly oh, in the beginning. My God. Then I, I was pretty satisfied because you left the popcorn pretty early, so I got to keep eating it. <laughs> I, had to, the movie. I had to tap out on that popcorn. Yeah, I it was finished delicious. my whole bag. That was a large. Yeah. <laughs> That's Ray and I split it, and I think there's some left over. Yeah. No, there's no um, left. I don't know. I love popcorn. Can you eat popcorn if you have like a celiacs? Yes. Yes, you can. That huh. or Adrian Cody doesn't care. <laughs> no, no. Adrian's watching a Suicide Squad. Do you know what celiacs is? Podcast. No, I don't know what it is. Educational. It's an intolerance to wheat. Barley and rye. What's in popcorn? Corn. Oh. Popped and popcorn. Okay, okay. I thought it was oh, wheat. Man. You learn something new every day, right, Paul? Yeah. I thought they put wheat in the microwave or something. That's popcorn. <laughs> what microwave? The one at the movie theater. So, wow. I feel okay. Like this is really not going to get back on yeah. the suicide squad. Five on ten. <laughs> Five. I've now degraded actually to a 4.5. I'm back on top. Just to get Paul on top. Make yes. him feel good. It's power uh, I give it a solid like three. It's and a half. definitely a waiter. Don't don't see it in theaters. It's not, yeah. It's not worth yeah. the money. It's I wouldn't say. Yeah. No. It's it's really not worth the time. I mean, if you're looking for more information about the DC movie universe and you really really can't wait to the next film that you're going to be cautiously optimistic about and then ultimately disappointed in, you should see Suicide Squad really really early because 
you do get a lot of things that like there are things on the screen that I really wanted to see like more oh, Batman. Were there more Easter ben eggs? Batman. Were there Easter eggs in there that I'm sure a little I missed? bit. They went into a building that's called John Ostrander yeah. Building. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the that's one called. I think okay. right away. Other than that, I mean, there wasn't like I saw like a sign for like a coffee shop or something. I figured I don't know. I'm like, no, that's that's called advertising. <laughs> no, there was definitely they advertised for a bunch of different things up in there. Dasani water, Samsung, Dasani and Coke. Yeah, uh, I think there were a few. Yo, others. stop naming names. We ain't getting sponsored. Oh shit! For no, no, Andrew. those we will bleep those out. All right. <laughs> yeah, we don't actually have a, a bleep. We don't have like post production. We barely have production. Not <laughs> get stuck in. You hear that, Claudia? You hear that? No, okay, zero so... production. Oh no, I don't mean on, when you do the production, Claudia. You're great. Nice. Just so much of the bird. I feel like this podcast was very reminiscent of a movie. Half-assed, disorganized. And with no real direction. <laughs> I would say it's funnier. I wish I was sitting next to you guys during the movie because I would have ripped more jokes. Yeah. But I had blue, so, you know. I kept trying to make jokes to George, and he was really not having any of it. I was like, look at this guy right here. He thinks he's funny. And then George would look at me and be like, shut up. He was just like, had his head down. But you know what? I think he, he was concentrated. He really enjoyed it. He liked it more than he said he I bet you I know why. Actually. Harley Quinn's butt. Very, mm-hmm. very uh, featured in this movie. Actually, she but, got her her butt got more screen time than uh, than a few of the other Croc guy. Then the Croc guy. I think. Got more screen Pretty time. sure we saw her butt more than Croc, dude. Hey, we saw it more than Slipknot. Yeah, Slipknot. That's for sure. Yeah. Captain Boomerang. Honestly, though, he really did leave the movie a couple times. He did. Come he back. literally left the movie and then showed he's up a with a can of beer and then would no, finish it and throw it away and finish it. Yeah. Oh. Nice. I see what you did there. I like you it. You could hear that high five on the radio. Has anyone seen any other? Um, has, did anyone see Fury? David Ayer, Ayer's movie yes. before this. And what did That's you think? David Ayer, the one with Brad Pitt. Uh, yeah, the tank the drama. Worm. Amazing. Huh. Amazing. I loved it. Okay. Right. I didn't see it, uh, but oh. I mean, it looked really, really good. I wanted to see it. I saw it on a plane. You okay. know, when you see a movie on a plane, you're way more into it. Yeah. You're like you're trying to ignore the fact well, that you're on a plane. Because the screen's only like four inches big. <laughs> yeah, you have to stare at it because you have no choice. Yeah. Your options are sitting there silently while we're watching the movie. <laughs> so maybe I was more okay. into it. Well, anyways, if any of you are interested in hearing more about Fury, uh, I think Paul and Adrian are here Saturday. Yeah. So just come by and talk to them about it, David Ayer and his other movies. Furry. His <laughs> other movies. If like not, uh, thanks for listening to the Crossover Comics podcast. If you have any suggestions or other things you want to hear us talk about, feel free to comment. If you agree or disagree, also feel free to comment. Uh, and if you want to read some Suicide Squad or Harley Quinn, they actually came out this week, both Rebirth titles. And we have a special going. Both titles, five bucks for members. So what? swing on by. Two number ones? What? Two number ones. Two five starting points. points. Yep. And that's our podcast. Cool. Thanks for listening, thanks, folks. Thanks, guys. Thanks. This was a crossovercomics.ca production. Ow, my feelings!